This is Tuesday, the 30th of March, and today we're going to be talking about, as we deal with the higher Christian life, some of the pitfalls that we can fall into and mistakes we can make as we search for the higher Christian life, and some ways that we can get pushed off track and just derailed in our desire for more of Christ. So let's jump right in, shall we? Unfortunately, often in our search for the higher Christian life, we can be easily led astray from what's required, which is simple childlike faith, to becoming more of a narcissist, demanding a sign or some miraculous proof from Christ in order to believe in him. It is the absolute opposite of faith. And this detour from what pleases the Lord, which is again childlike faith, to this abyss of doubt that we struggle with, can happen subtly. It can happen under the cover of darkness. It can sneak up on us before we're even aware of it. And it can affect us in such a way, like a growing cancer, that we get to the point that we no longer seek more of Him that we become pretty much satisfied with how things are, that we lose our desire for the higher Christian life or don't believe that that reality of the higher Christian life is for us, and then begin to judge those people who have experienced it because it makes us feel uncomfortable in the fact that we haven't. Instead of faith, we then seek for a sign or some miracle or some warm, fuzzy feeling or something of that nature, clamoring after more of what Christ can do than who he is in order just to make us feel better. But seeking signs, listen carefully, or attesting miracles or some sort of feelings or, or something that we can tangibly hold is the opposite of faith. Because then our faith is in the sign or the attesting miracle and not in Jesus. It's faith in what Jesus has done, faith in how we felt, faith in what we saw, faith in some sort of esoteric sign, how he wowed us with his majesty when we prayed the prayer of commitment, and not faith in the person of Jesus Christ or faith in the person of the Holy Spirit to fulfill what he promised to do. And the higher Christian life is not about seeking signs ever, ever, but about seeking more of him. Yes, signs may come, you may have some sort of emotional feeling. You may feel a peace that passes all understanding. You may feel the weight of oppression immediately be lifted from you, or it may be a gradual process, like, like it is with many people's salvation, where they don't immediately have the Apostle Paul and the Damascus Road experience, where they fall off their donkey, there's a bright light, they're blind, and they hear Jesus talking to them. But instead, it's a quiet, calm, childlike faith assurance that God heard us and redeemed us, and we now belong to him. Early in my Christian life, as I shared with you before, I started reading daily my utmost for his highest. And what captured me, believe it or not, was the entry he made on January 2nd. This was 30-something years ago, and I was struggling with seeking some tangible sign to assure me, to, to prove to me that God was who he said he was, or God was going to do what he promised to do. 
rather than just trusting in him. And as I was reading on January 2nd, the entry in my utmost for his highest, it spoke to me like nothing has since. And here's what Oswald Chambers says. Have you been asking God what he is going to do? He will never tell you. God does not tell you what he's going to do. He reveals to you who he is. Let that sink in for a second. Have you been asking God what he's going to do? That's a fair question. There's nothing wrong with seeking the will of God and asking him what's going to happen, because sometimes he'll tell us and sometimes he won't. God will never tell you. God does not tell you what he's going to do. Well, why not? Because faith doesn't grow by knowing the future or having all the answers in advance. Faith is built by knowing just one person who knows the future and just rest in him. A long time ago, I heard a pastor say that I don't need to know what happens tomorrow. Because if Jesus knows what happens tomorrow and I am in him, that's enough. Have you been asking God what he's going to do? He will never tell you. God does not tell you what he's going to do. He reveals to you who he is. And that should be enough. My children don't need an explanation of how I'm going to earn the money to make the house payment or some sort of assurance that we put together the process to make sure they have breakfast in the morning. The fact is that they just need to know my character and my trustworthiness as their father, and just rest and abide and trust in that. And if we expect our children to respond to us that way, how much more should we not respond to the Lord? You don't have to tell me what you're going to do. I just need to know who you are. Or to put it another way, Lord, I don't know what will happen tomorrow, but you promised to never leave me or forsake me. But I'm afraid, and I'm worried, and I'm full of doubt which means I'm not believing his promise, but that's a topic for another day. Would you please do this? And you can fill in the this yourself. Would you please give me a sign? Would you please let the lights flicker three times? Would you please let me feel your presence in some sort of tangible, warm, fuzzy? Can you do something that'll let me know that you've heard my prayer? Would you please do something so I will trust you when I see the miracle you will perform? Just give me this one sign that your word is true and you keep your promises and I will never doubt again. That is not faith. It is the opposite of faith. It is disbelief in God until somehow he proves himself to us and then we're going to trust his word and then we're going to trust that he keeps his promise. And God seldom, if ever, honors that kind of non-faith especially for those people who seek the higher Christian life. So please don't seek for signs or any other tangible manifestation when you surrender yourself to the Lord other than the presence of the Holy Spirit growing larger in you. And here's why. When we pray to surrender our lives to the Lord or somehow to kind of test drive whether this higher Christian life really works, we often end our prayers expecting something out of the ordinary to happen. And you know it's true. And if nothing out of the ordinary happens, we assume God didn't hear our prayers or somehow 
we're not entering into the higher Christian life, or he has rejected our plea because if he had accepted it, then something strange would have happened. We'd have had the D.L. Moody experience where the waves of love came on me so great that I had to tell the Lord to stay your hand lest I die. But nothing happened with us. I didn't get wowed like D.L. Moody did. Therefore, our faith because it's resting in a sign or in something or the lack of something that didn't happen rather than in the word of God and the promises of Jesus fails us and leads us to doubt. And doubt begins to sink in to the point that sometimes we give up and we quit trying. This is kind of a statement I hear from people who say they have failed trying to achieve the higher Christian life. And it goes something like this. Well, I prayed like I was told, and when I finished, I didn't feel any different. I thought something would happen. Maybe get some warm fuzzies or some type of sense of peace or or speak fluent French or maybe have Jesus stand before me and bless me. I don't know, just something. But since nothing happened, which means for them that there was no sign or special feelings or goosebumps that lasted an hour or something of that nature, then I guess this stuff doesn't work, and I'd be better off not trying anymore. Hey, I, I gave it a shot. I didn't hit anything. Maybe it's good for you, but it doesn't work for me. But the higher Christian life is not found in seeking signs. It is found like salvation by faith, simply by faith in the word of God and the trustworthiness of Jesus. It is found in a person. It is not found in an experience. And when you find the higher Christian life by placing your faith in a person, then the experience of knowing that person deeper and more intimate changes everything. Our faith must rest in the person of Jesus Christ and not in any sign that he performs. And the difference between the object of our faith, placing it in the signs or placing in the person, is the difference between experiencing the higher Christian life or going home with nothing, like a worthless trophy you get just for participating and being on the team. And nobody wants that. I don't want that. Do you want that? So listen, as your faith grows to the point, and it has to grow to this level first, that number one, you believe that the higher Christian life is possible. You have to come to that understanding and conviction first. And then if it is possible, you believe that it is possible and meant for you, that it's not just for other people, but it's actually meant for you. And when you begin to understand that as true and believe those as promises of the Lord, ask yourself, do I believe this passage from Luke 11 to be true? And if so, place your faith in what Christ said and rest in it. Here's what Jesus said in Luke eleven thirteen: If you then being evil, which includes all of us, know how to give good gifts to your children, How much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? God is a much better Father than you and I are. And if we can give good gifts to our kids, how much more will he give? Not just good gifts, is what Matthew says. Luke now defines those good gifts and reveals them to us as the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. So ask him, and he will respond. 
He would gladly give the Holy Spirit to us like the best father you know would give good gifts to his children. So let your faith rest in the promise, not in any sign that he has to do to prove to you he will keep his promise, although he may choose or not choose to give you such a sign. Rest in his promises and the character of the giver, and you are on your way to life everlasting in this higher Christian life with him. I hope this has been an encouragement to you today. Please do not seek signs and do not let them become a stumbling block in your life. And as you begin to move in your faith towards believing this higher Christian life is for you, is promised to you, we ask in faith based on the trustworthiness of Christ and the purity of the Holy Spirit, not having to be confirmed by anything. Be blessed today, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Until then.